Hello, and welcome to the Dormick Park Podcast Show. This season, we have featured exciting new guests and trained up several new podcast hosts and production technicians who have recorded and edited this show. This year, our school has been a lot has seen a lot of new students and staff join our community. This show is a great way to know Dormick Park's family a bit better and help build our community. We are your hosts, Jesse and Cadence. On today's show, we are we have a special guest, Mr. Jordan Fassini, our school's guest hip-hop dance instructor. Mr. Fassini joins our school to teach our kindergarten to grade 5 students hip-hop dancing. Mr. Fassini, welcome, welcome to, to the, the show. show. Good to be here. Would you like to take a moment to introduce yourself? Yeah, so my name is uh, Jordan. Uh, I moved to Vancouver about two and a half years ago from Winnipeg, Manitoba. So very different over there. It's also a lot colder right now. Um, Vancouver has a very good dance scene. And just in terms of, it's just a very beautiful place. And I wanted to see something new. So that's why I'm here. And with me coming here to dance, I'm now here at the school with you guys. Mm -hmm. How long have you been dancing? Um, I started dancing when I was 15. So I'm 26 now. Uh, so about 11 years. Wow. Yeah. Do you have time. any other dance styles that you do? Yeah. So I'm a street styles dancer. So what that entails is I do styles such as hip hop, like uh, old school movement, uh, popping, locking. Uh, there's another style similar that's part of the family tree of hip hop called house. Um, there's uh, various other styles as well. Yeah. Why is dance and music important? So dance is really important for a few reasons. Well, music in general. So I look at dance as like a language. Um, just as how we speak now, people can communicate through dance. For instance, I went to Los Angeles recently just to train and um, just experience some new things. And I met a lot of people from different countries who, for instance, France, Japan, Korea, who don't really speak English. But when we were in the same class and you get to dance with people, you get to communicate with them in a different way and still understand what they're feeling and what they're saying. So that's a really good uh, point about dance is that it helps you communicate and really open up to other people. Um, why music is important. Music is, people hear music differently. Like uh, all of us can listen to the same song and every, everybody can have a different thought or a different feeling. It can make you happy, make you sad. It's a different way to understand how you think. Or even if you're just having a bad day, if you hear your favorite song, you may not feel better, but it helps take off that pressure. And it just, it's another way for you to, be creative, and it helps you think in different ways. So that's why I think music's important. Wow. What other benefits? What are the other benefits that dance can offer? So aside from just having some cool dance moves and being able to understand music, being able to dance also helps you, like I said earlier, communicate and connect with people, and it also helps your self-confidence. Being a dancer as well, it's not just a physical activity it you have to do a lot of thinking you really challenge your brain in terms of staying on top of all the choreography you learn or remembering the techniques you've learned um and just not you don't want to overthink what you're doing but you want to have a very open mind because dance is like a language like i said earlier there's hundreds thousands of languages in the world just like there are hundreds of different styles from different countries and communities and they all take influence from each other like English. English is made up of like 139 languages. Fact check me on that one. I'm not sure. But dance is the same way. They take parts from different cultures all over the world and bring it together. So it really helps you 
in a sense, understand people as a whole a lot better because you get to see why they made that movement because it comes from a lifestyle. Would you take a moment to tell our listeners how someone can get into dancing and what it takes to learn? So to get into dancing, you, I mean, how I started dancing is what you guys are doing right now. Um, I had a teacher in grade nine who did some dancing. She taught a couple classes. Uh, one of my friends, at first I really didn't want to go. I wasn't interested. Um, more so nervous, if anything. Um, but after I started taking those classes, I really started falling in love with it. And you just have to keep practicing and talk to people who you see dance. And don't be shy. You just have to ask, hey, where do you take lessons? Or what studio do you go train with? Or what people do you dance with? So then you can make new friends and you can kind of grow in that way and help you develop your dance skill. Or now especially... There's YouTube, there's the internet. You can look up anything or anybody and just learn off those videos. A lot of dancers, for instance, that are really big now who dance for Chris Brown, Justin Timberlake, all those Usher, all those big artists, they started off watching music videos of Michael Jackson back in the day or whoever they thought, whoever they looked up to, artists such as Prince as well. So if you have the resource to look up something, learn it. Go watch a music video and just try to learn to dance and that's how you'll build up your skill. Do you watch So You Think You Can Dance? I watched So You Think You Can Dance when it uh, first aired. I think that was in 2007 or 8. I'm not quite sure. Um, I only watched the first couple seasons. After that, I lost interest. Um, The show brings in a lot of talent. There are so many great dancers out there. Um, What I didn't really like with the show is when they would say America's best dancer. Because that's just like saying, oh, you're the best language speaker. It's like you may know a lot of languages, but you don't know everything. And it doesn't make you the best because to be the best, you have to be good at everything. Dance is such a broad topic that you can be good at some things, but there's always something to learn. As a, as a dancer, there's, there's never a limit to what you can train. You always want to keep pursuing knowledge, understanding different cultures, different people. And in that sense, it helps you, again, communicate with different people because that's a really big thing about dance. It's, it's a social setting. Dances started with people just in a room like this. They maybe played like a beat on their desk or a drum or whatever, and they would move to that. So, and if people liked what they saw, they would learn. And that's how dance steps were built. So what do you think of the show? What do I think of the show? I like the show. Like you get to see a, re- a lot of very cool dancers from you know hip hop, ballet, contemporary, jazz. List goes on. Um, I don't watch it anymore. It's not really uh, as much of an interest to me. Um, it's it, it just really depends what you like. Like it's it's entertaining, but I don't. I think a better term would be America's favorite dancer, just because it's a popular vote. But again, that's all subjective to what you think because. My favorite dancer could be your least favorite dancer, and your favorite dancer could be my least favorite. It just depends on what you like. Just like with food. Everybody likes different foods, but that doesn't mean because you don't like a food, it's not good quality. It's just not your preference. How has it been being here at Dormick Park this week? It was a very new experience for me. Um, I've taught at studios before and subbed, uh, or was a substitute for classes with kids your age. But in a dance studio, it's very different because it's it's not a school for one. Um, and everybody there is a dancer or they're there to dance. With this, I wasn't really sure what I was getting myself into. But the end result was it was a really good experience for me. Um, again, meeting all of you guys, learning how to share. Um, I don't know, learning how to share what I love to do with you guys and 
hopefully you guys will want to pursue it or learn more. Not that you have to uh, follow the same road I did. Like for myself, uh, dance is basically my job. It's what I do. Just like how the teachers come here and teach you, I go to places and teach people to dance. And it's it's something that makes me happy. And that's what you really want to do at the end of the day is something that you wake up and you're excited for. Even if you might be tired or you don't have the energy to do it, you you still want to be there because it's something that fulfills you. Again, just like when you're hungry and you have a really good meal, you feel very satisfied. Whether you've had a good day or a bad day, good food is good food. Just like a good experience is a good experience. Um, and I've learned a lot. When... When you teach a lot of people who already know how to dance, it's one thing. But when you teach people who it may be their first time, um, you you get a whole different perspective on how to show people things. Or if I show you guys something, I can see right away, because you guys are very honest, if you like it or not. And from there, I can make the changes or help correct it so you can understand it better. So overall, it's been a very good experience for me, and I hope it's been for you guys as well. Do you see any future dance prodigies here at Dormac? Oh, there are, I was very surprised. There's um there is a lot of talent here. Um especially with you guys being so young and you you're just able to move and understand. Even if let's say the necessarily the the skill isn't there, you guys have an understanding of your body or the movement or just your personality comes out so much more while you're dancing. You just let go. And I think that's really important. And anybody here can like if you guys like dancing, meet up at recess and form a little circle and just dance or play music off your phone if you have a phone or something that you can play music off of just you really want to share that with each other just because just because somebody is a natural at dancing doesn't mean they'll be the best because at the end of the day you have to work hard to be a really good dancer no matter how good you are at the start you always want to train and really develop yourself so yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of talent here what is your favorite thing to do outside of dance um, I really like hiking, exploring. I'm a very adventurous person. Um, I just kind of go with the flow and whatever I feel like doing is what I like doing. Um, if I wasn't dancing, I would be cooking. Cooking is my second passion. Um, but I'm a home cook. I'm not like a chef or anything like that. I just like making stuff at home, mixing spices together, smells. It's just, again, like styles. You're, you're mixing things from, you can have like spices that are Southeast Asian and you have ingredients that are indigenous north america or something like that and you just mix those together and create something different just like with dance you can have a contemporary dancer a jazz dancer and a hip-hop dancer put them in a room and they can make something that's totally brand new and different it can either be really good or really bad but the good thing about things like the arts in general so cooking dance if you paint draw it's trial and error so nothing's ever really bad it's just you don't have the experience to give it the best quality that you can so anyways, going back to the main point, cooking, hiking, I like reading, writing, um, being active, yeah, exploring. Cooking's fun. I once got in trouble because I was trying to make like this cheese garlic bread in the morning. Yeah. It was delicious, but... Mm. Messy. <laughs> I like cooking too, but have you had any major life moments or events? I'd say moving to Vancouver was my most recent... Well. I would say it's a very big life moment for me because it's me moving here allowed me so much more or afforded me so much more opportunity. One, again, this is an opportunity that I've been able to do um, from being out here, but being able to work with uh, amazing dancers out in Vancouver, especially um, the first crew I joined out here was the first one was Culturally Defined, 
which is a street dance style based crew. The second one, which I'm still with, is Illustrative Society, and they do a lot of pre-professional training, um, a lot of experimental movement. So you really get to develop yourself as a dancer, as an artist, and as a person. And with that, we've done like a Canada-wide tour where we've had dancers go from Edmonton, Montreal, and Toronto. Uh, we'll be going to some other cities in Canada as well, just to really share what we love doing and make the Canadian community smaller in a sense, but really fortify it to make it that much better. Because Canada in general in the dance scene does very well worldwide on the world stage in terms of competitions and whatnot. Uh, so we really want to develop the Canadian, the Canadian dance scene and just really kind of bring a different movement and perspective together. Because going back, it's all about communication and having a sense of community and even if you don't necessarily like what somebody does or you don't like their style of dance, it's you still have to respect it because it's how somebody sees things. Just like how, again, you don't like certain foods, you may not like a certain song, but it's, it's an art and it still has, it's, it's still something that was put together by somebody else because they felt something important for the most part. If you're very genuine about your craft and what you're doing and it's coming from a good place. I'm glad you had the opportunity to come here. Do you have a funny childhood story you would be willing to share? Hmm. Childhood story. I was thinking really hard about this, but I really couldn't think of any just because I just, I do, I do a lot of really random dumb things sometimes. Um, a recent one I can think of, not so childish, but I mean, some people might say otherwise. Um, it was winter time, last winter when it snowed a lot. I was taking a bus to work because I was late and I missed my first bus. I uh, got onto the second bus and getting close to work, it stopped suddenly because we were at a big hill. The bus I was supposed to go on was backwards because it slid down the hill and spun around. So the bus driver made everybody get off the bus because he couldn't drive. The only thing is, it was a steep hill and it was very slippery. So while people were trying to walk down the hill, some people would start sliding, but they couldn't stop. So all of us were, it's almost like we were skiing down the hill, but we really didn't want to because we had no choice. So it's like you see people wobbling down the hill and trying to keep their balance while they're sliding down. I thought that was pretty funny because some people look terrified and they had no way of stopping and they're just really slowly going down until the bottom of the hill. But, I mean, aside from that, I don't have a lot of funny stories. Um, I just try to be a funny guy. I'm just like you. Do some stupid dumb stuff. Huh? But, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Everybody does it at one point. Thank you, Mr. Fasini, for coming here and being on our show. Thanks for having me. And thank you, listeners, for tuning into this episode. And a special thanks to, to Hashbeat Hash and Tristan behind the scenes on tech. We are your thank hosts, us. Cadence and Jesse. Goodbye. Goodbye.